Hey, what's up, everyone? Today, we are talking about how to create your own processes. Check it out. In a world where content is king and your reputation is your brand, how do you build a brand that matters? Welcome to Brands on Brands, a home for those that think different and push their boundaries. This is where branding that matters lives. Now, here is your host, Brandon Berkmeyer. Hey, hey, what's up? Welcome to Brands on Brands. I'm Brandon Berkmeyer, and today we're talking about how to work through your own processes. What do I mean by that? Well, when you are out there creating content, developing programs, writing books, speaking on stages, there's a lot of new skills you're developing as you get into the personal branding space. And that's networking, relationship building, coaching, all the things. There's so many skills that we can get better at. What I realized is there's a couple of things that I've been doing that have helped me along the way that I thought I'd share with you guys today. One of those things in terms of developing my own processes is the very first thing I ever do is I do a lot of research and study about the skill that I'm trying to learn. When I wanted to get better at networking and charisma, I'll call it, I started to research, like, what are the books on charisma and what are the podcasts that talk about charisma and networking? And I stumbled across a couple of things. You know, I found a podcast called Build Your Network, which now I'm friends with the host of that podcast. I found another show called, at the time, The Art of Charm with Jordan Harbinger, which is now just the Jordan Harbinger show. I found a book on influence and networking called How to Meet Friends and Influence People. And there's other books on networking by people like the guy who started the networking group called BNI. And he has his own book and philosophies and practices. I stumbled across some salesmen who have great shows and platforms like Zig Ziglar and some of their old speeches and shows and content. And it was a rabbit hole. It was a rabbit hole that the curiosity led me down. Like, I want to know how to do this better. And I just kept finding things. And every time someone would mention, oh, well, I was influenced by this person or this thing, or even in one book, they're referencing another book or another person or quote, I'd go down that rabbit hole too. And it's so easy today because everything's online. It's easy to grab via the internet, whether it's a podcast, a YouTube channel, a book on Amazon, everything's available, even the older thought leaders in the space. And as I was finding what they were doing, I say, okay, how do I create my process? Well, let me look at what they say, right? How do they say networking works? Great. These are things I need to be thinking about. Now, what am I going to do, right? If I want to go to a place and I know I'm going to meet certain types of people, what do I need to know before I go to the meeting? Who do I need to know that's running the meeting? How do I need to dress? What's my mindset and my behavior that, that I'm going to display when I get there? What am I going to do to provide value and bring energy to the relationships that I show up with? And then what am I going to do after? How am I going to ask for people's information? How am I going to connect and follow through? How am I going to develop relationships? And what is my goal and mindset towards building relationships over time with the people that I meet? All of this is a lot of thought that goes into something simple like a skill of networking. And the point is, when you start to research and study and see all these amazing practices 
you start to learn things about people's body behavior and the words you use to introduce yourself and the types of way people like to connect that's convenient versus not convenient. All these little things you learn, all those little things you learn, the nuances of the skill you're trying to learn creates some processes in your head. And then you can say, well, how does this work for me? This is how they do it, but how would I do it? That is what works with my style, with my personality, with my comfort level that gets the most out of how I naturally act. And they may, that may seem like a small thing, but I'll tell you it's huge because when you try other people's processes and you don't change them to work for you, it's, it's like wearing clothes that don't fit and it becomes uncomfortable enough that you won't do the things that you want to do because they're not yours in the way that you would do them. So what I say is start by learning, like absorb everything you can in a situation. And then once you've understood the skills, say, how can I modify this to tweak it, to make little changes that really fit me better? And this is for anything, like they call it the art of mastery, right? If is first you're an apprentice and you are learning and that's your only job. And then once you've learned the skills, you modify it and start to adapt and move to what works good for you and to adapt to every situation because every situation is different. So huge for me, figuring out that there are my own processes. And I'll give you an example, another example. One is that I've been in the process of writing a book and a book has been a daunting task on my mind for years, right? It's something that just seems like a lot of work, a lot of headache, a lot of revisions, and once it's built, I've got to still do the promoting of it and the growing of that particular asset. And is it necessary for what I'm trying to accomplish? Because I don't necessarily want to be a famous author. I'm preferring the work of coaching and course building and content creation, things like that. But I know a book could be valuable in terms of thought leadership for me. But the writing of the book process, again, seems like a lot of work. And why? Well, because it's writing, right? I love creating with my voice. I like sitting down on a microphone and speaking all day. And what finally gave me some breakthrough on that was me talking to more authors, people who've actually written books, not just how-tos, but talking to people who've done it and said, what did you do? What worked? What was the easy part? What was the hard part? And then looking at books and analyzing them and saying, what's in them and what's not in them? What's the structure of these things? And how long are they? How much actual work is it? How long is the writing process versus the editing process? All of that. And when I started to break it down, I realized it wasn't as hard as or as complicated as I thought it would be. Some people, you know, they say a book is about, for a business book, anywhere between 50,000, 60,000, 70,000 words. And that's basically 300 words per page to, you know, for about 300 pages, 250 pages, something like that. So when you start to look at it that way, that for a lot of people, they say, okay, well, what, how did you do this? They said, well, I sat down for an hour every day and I try to crank out, you know, 500 words every time I sat down. And I thought, okay, well, again, that still sounds like a lot of days of typing, right? That's, you know, if I'm doing 60,000 words, that's 120 days of typing, right? That just sounds like a lot to me. And then I started to say, okay, well, how do I like to create and how do I adapt that? There are people who record their voices on audio devices, transcribe them, and then they have to edit them into a book. 
Now, obviously that requires more editing than writing it. But for me and the way I like to work, that might work better. So I looked into that more. I started to realize that I transcribe my podcasts already. And if I'm speaking to you for 20 minutes on one of these podcasts, that's already 3000 words that is transcribed. So I started to think to myself, man, if I can create 3000 words in a sitting, that's only 20 sittings before I have a book instead of a hundred and something, right? 20 pseudo podcast episodes of me recording, which that doesn't seem daunting at all. I record every week anyway, multiple per day sometimes. And then it started to dawn on me, I need my own process. So I started to record the book the way I would record a podcast, but knowing that it's for a book. And I started to say, what is the structure of a book recording versus a podcast reporting? How do I have to create my outline that I look at before I do a podcast? How do I have to create that differently to work for what I, the output of a book would be? And I started to tweak it and play with it. And I'll tell you, it's created just breakthroughs in how quickly I can create something. I think in two days, I had done 15,000 words. And that's because I had a couple of wide open days, but I wasn't recording all day. This is, you know, including outlining and reframing the outlines. So I know that I can crank this out pretty quickly, something I'm really proud of. And I think if that helps anyone out there get motivated to know that if you can slightly change your own processes, all it takes is a little bit of research ahead of time to say, what are other people doing? And then how do I adapt this for my style of creating, of learning, of working so that this can work for me? Working out your own processes could be a game changer. And once you've done it once and you know your process, then it's easy to do it over and over and over again, which is why I advocate for creating your own processes. Because if you can make, make something easy for yourself and remove the barriers, now you have something you've unlocked that you can do all the time. So that's my thoughts for you guys today. Hope that was helpful for you. And if you want to get on my email list, keep track of what's coming out for me and know when my book will be hitting the shelves next year, make sure to go to brandsonbrands.com forward slash B team and sign up for the email list. Otherwise, have a great week and I will catch you guys next time. You've just taken your marketing knowledge to another level with this episode of Brands on Brands. But we have plenty more ways to help you build a brand that matters. Head over to brandsonbrands.com for resources, as well as access to our blogs, videos, and exclusive coaching sessions with your host. Be sure to visit brandsonbrands.com.